Okay, what is up, Internet? My name is Cameron King, owner and founder of CK Collective, and this is Three Questions Podcast, episode 13. I have a very lovely black eye, for those of you watching on YouTube, from a mosh pit that was very unfortunate on Thursday night. Awesome time. But today, I have my first guest on the podcast. His name is Jeffrey Learned. He is a veteran of former Army Special Forces, those are the Green Berets, an aspiring entrepreneur and current program manager at Juniper Networks. He is also one of my CMO for Hire clients. Jeff, how are you doing today? What's up, Cam? Thanks for having me. No worries. I've been meaning to get a lot more guests onto the podcast. Uh, A lot of people listening know Three Questions Podcast is a user-submitted podcast where three questions are presented. Uh, people signing up to be guests on the podcast can either answer random questions or we can work together to formulate three questions about your business, your story. And I think it's going to be a really cool way for people to tell their stories and for listeners to sort of derive three really unique experiences from people either running their own businesses or those who have a lot of life experience. And you, of course, have a lot of life experience. Do you want to sort of give us a quick rundown before we jump into the questions? Yeah, I mean... Just a quick, I guess, history on me. You know, I grew up in a small town in Mass, um, played sports growing up, played sports in college, um, and then ultimately made, you know, a huge decision to join the military. And I'm sure we'll go into more of that detail, but uh, went through a pretty big transformation in order to do that. Um, And kind of through that, you know, even through that transformation and, you know, growing up, I always had an inkling of something that I wanted to do in the military. So, I kind of just, you know, put, you know, put that in motion and uh, joined. I joined the 18 X-ray program, which is civilian straight into SF. Uh, did seven years total in the military, and now um, trying to kick off my company level up mentorship. So, awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing. Um, we can talk a little bit more about the end. I think your story is fascinating, not only from just me knowing you and and talking with a lot of other things behind the scenes, but I want to, the questions that we came up with, I thought were really unique. And I want you to sort of elate on some of those maybe afterwards, because without spoiling too much about what you've done and where you are now, I think people tend to listen to this podcast because they are either working on a business themselves, they're in their professional networks, or they're people who want to sort of derive life lessons from others. I tend to preach on this podcast, hey, I don't know anything. I tend to look up a little bit about the questions or take things from my life, mostly my mistakes. And I sort of am very vulnerable when I do answer these user submitted questions. So I would love if you could be fully open and transparent. I will uh, I'll hold up a finger for one minute. I'll mute myself when I ask you the questions, but I'll mute my myself and I'll hold up one finger for one minute. And then I'll hop on as you're you're sort of finishing that so we can jump on. But I think it's a cool format. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, cool. So the first question that we have is, why did you choose to join the military and then go into entrepreneurship afterwards? Jeffrey, on the clock. All right. So as I mentioned before, I kind of growing up, um, I kind of had an inkling for whatever reason, you know, 9-11 happened when I was a freshman. My father was in the military. He was in first air cav in Vietnam. Uh, one of my grandfathers was a Marine at Iwo Jima and the other grandfather was a Navy pilot, both during World War II, obviously. Um, so th- that was present in my life, but it wasn't a big push. They didn't push me to join the military. But 
for whatever reason, there was something there. And I always said, if I'm going to pursue this, I'm going to do it at a level of special operations, some form, some way. Um, and ultimately, I just made the decision to do it at 28 years old. You know, I was playing sports. I was competitive and kind of was my way. I'm like, if I'm going to do this, let's do it. You know, and um, I, I previously played sports, as I mentioned, football in high school and college. And I was a, a big dude. I was an offensive lineman. And there was a huge transformation that had to be done with cutting weight and becoming, you know, a football athlete compared to an endurance athlete or a military athlete, tactical athlete, whatever you want to call it. And, um, that was kind of reason, you know, that competitive nature drive to follow a passion was why I joined the military and then kind of why I want to do, why I'm starting level up in this entrepreneurial venture is kind of the same thing. I want to see what potential that I have to grow this, take that same drive that I did to make that transformation and kind of transform, you know, just an everyday nine to five into something greater, give back to people, let them know that, you know, if I can do what I did in order for that transformation, they can pretty much do anything. Um, you know, we want to develop that 1% mindset, you know, which is taking a bias for action more than anything. You got to start somewhere. Um, and that's kind of what helped me kick off my transformation and help kick off this business that I'm trying to start. Awesome. I, I think one of the things today is the military maybe isn't looked as as glorious of a route what was that inkling what was that like how did you know that the military was where you wanted to go and you still have three minutes so i'm just throwing yeah. in one of my own questions there sure um like i said my my path to i just knew i wanted to do something greater in the military you know i think like looking at you know, how my dad was and my grandfather's, you know, just strong, proud, uh, you know, strong, proud men. Everyone raised uh, great families, you know, and that was aspiring, right? Whether I knew that was mostly military or not, that's what I saw. And I kind of related to that. And the fact that I wanted to join special operations, I was like, I want that edge over everyone else. I want that ability to be, you know, to prove to myself that I can be, you know, one of the elite. Um, and at the time I didn't know where I was going to go, whether it'd be SEALs, Rangers, SF, you know, whatever. Um, but kind of as I was going through the process and figuring it out, uh, you know, SF was the right fit. Um, you know, I think the quiet professional lifestyle that they kind of embraced and um, kind of living, I guess, a dangerous life and doing things that, you know, not everyone can do. And going places not everyone can go uh, kind of drove me and, you know, attracted me to that lifestyle. So, um, yeah, that's I guess that's kind of why I ended up fitting into special operations and choosing that more than anything else. And not to say that I wasn't I'm not a competitive person at all. You know, I've again, playing sports, I was ultra competitive. So I think fitting into that ultra competitive environment. Um, you know, was, was the perfect fit. And you think that's why you chose to become an entrepreneur afterwards? For sure. I think same thing, competitive mindset, you know, taking control of, uh, you know, something that I own, growing it to the best potential that I could, like I did in my, you know, personal and professional career um, and seeing where that potential can go. You know, I want to be able to take control of something, 
um, grow something on my own, grow something that's, you know, something that I believe in, not necessarily someone else's dream or work for someone else, but grow and develop that dream of mine, you know? So I followed my dream to join the military and now I'm following my dream to build and develop level up. I love that. I think a lot of special operations, whether it be the Navy, Air Force, Marines, Army, and to clarify, Army Special Forces means Green Berets. And I hear a lot of other people make that distinction. And it's very tough for civilians to sort of grasp that. But Green Berets are the only special forces in the entire military, even though there are special operations forces. It's very confusing. So I know you know this. I'm aware of it. But um, I want to hop into question number two, because that directly relates to some of the things that we touched upon there. I'll pepper in questions. So don't feel like you need to need to pander on about this particular question. But what were the two biggest lessons you learned in both the military and in your professional life thus far? If you had to distill two things, what would those two things be? Yeah, I would say following your passion um, gives you a sense of freedom that I I didn't know existed. Right. I think when I was when I finally Don the Green Beret and graduated and I was on a team and I look back, not that you have much time to dwell on your success because there's always a challenge around the corner, but um, it, nothing really bothered me outside of being the best, you know, medic I could be being in the best physical condition, uh, you know, relating to a higher purpose um, and tying that into your dream and your passion you have a sense of freedom that nothing else matters. You know what I mean? Um, and I, when I say nothing else, trust me, if you have family, like obviously that's important. But I think it's more of like, you don't worry about some of the petty stuff. You don't worry about um, just the minor things that you may sit around and think about on a day-to-day basis. You know, you kind of take it like, yeah, okay, I'll figure that out. And then you just keep driving for it, you know? And it's uh, it was a luxury looking back on that, that I didn't know I had at the time, you know, it's just following that passion, knowing what's truly and ultimately important. Um, And I think that's the same thing with what I'm doing now. I believe so much in letting people know what is truly possible and hopefully developing their hundred percent or their best version of themselves. Um, Because when I accomplished that, like I said, that feeling was amazing, you know, Um, And now the way I'm going to do that is by helping people accomplish the same thing. Um, So that's kind of, you know, that, that sense of freedom. And I think it also was, it allowed me to realize like it allowed in order to do that, you have to focus on yourself. Like in order to be the best green beret, you know, you had to be physically fit. You had to, study to make sure that you were the best medic. And that allowed you to be the best team guy, you know, because they knew that they could rely on you. And it's the same thing with entrepreneurship and really any aspect of life in your personal life. When you invest in yourself first and your your cup is full or whatever analogy that you want to use, um, you're, it gives you a better opportunity to spread that wealth and present better versions of you to other people, whether that's, you know, coworkers, your boss, um, your significant other, whatever it may be. When you're operating at 100%, they get 100%. When you're struggling, they don't get the best version of you, you know? And I think that focus and that purpose that allows that freedom uh, or for you to feel that freedom kind of gave me 
you know, made me have that realization of um, investing in yourself is good. And then being the best version of yourself is, you know, what, what is the top priority really. Um, and then the other thing that goes into it is everything comes to an end, right? Good or bad. So when, when you're having a bad day, um, just know that day is going to go over. You're going to go to bed. And the cool thing is you get a fresh reset the next day. So from the military, some of those days are long, bad days, you know, when it happens. Um, but it came to an end. And you really, if you, if you have the right mindset, you look back and you kind of say, man, that sucked. But okay, whatever. Um, you know, and you just, you drive on. Um, and I think having that mindset also helped with that freedom where like, you know, this isn't going to last forever. Let's just get through it, learn from it. And, you know, you get stronger, tougher and smarter from it. So. I, I'm ready to run through a brick wall. I think everything (laughs) you just said was, was absolutely spot on. Um, and a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of clients, a lot of people that I know listen to this podcast needed to hear just that. So I couldn't agree more. I think when you invest in yourself, you become the rising tide that lifts all ships. And I know that's what your mentoring business is all about. Getting primarily, do you work with uh, both men and women or is it mostly men? Yeah. So both men and women, um, both civilian and military, there's really no bias. Ultimately, it's the person that or the client that really we're looking for is someone who's looking to better themselves. They may be stuck. They may have had a certain amount of success and want more. Um, They may have never done something. You know, maybe they're a former athlete in one way and they want to run a marathon and they don't know where to begin. That's fine, too. You know, it doesn't matter. It's ultimately developing the mindset to achieve whatever you want and go in the proper planning and execution to achieve those goals. So that's really what it's about. We're about. That's awesome. And I feel like uh, Green Berets and former Green Berets are uniquely fitted for that as well, since that's mostly their their mission set. So uh, last question, because I just went over 10 minutes. Question number three, what would you tell a professional or a transitioning military member going into entrepreneurship or the workforce in today's world? Just start. Take that step forward. Have have a bias for action. And as I mentioned, like that's one of the things, essentially our slogan, right? Developing the 1% mindset. I truly believe the difference between the 1%, the top 1% in whatever category and the other 99% is they have a bias for action. They're one, they're going to start regardless of where they are and they don't mind putting in the work and they're just going to be relentless about it. You know, um, and it's it's really that easy. You're always going to run into a terror barrier or some form of fear of the unknown. And that's 100 percent normal. And I would say your perception or your imagination of how bad it is, is just so entirely out of out of out of reach. You know what I mean? Like it's blown out of proportion compared to the actual act. Like when you get going and you uh, gain that momentum and you take that first step and then you take the second step and third step and you're actually moving towards building a company transfer uh, transitioning from, you know, wherever you are to wherever you want to be. You look back and you're like, that wasn't too bad, you know, and it's really just busting through that barrier and having, you know, that bias for action. Um, And that's ultimately what I would say to anyone looking to transition from point A to point B, 
kick something off, start something, just, just start. It's, it's okay. You know, kind of have the confidence that you've been successful before, which is why you want to achieve more and kind of have a, a figure it the F out mentality. Like you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out, you know? Um, and that's kind of what it is. Like that, that bias for action is really, I think the biggest separator, you know, don't, don't sit back and wait because the perfect time and the perfect circumstance will never come. Just figure out how to make, you know, the circumstances right now. Perfect. So. I think a lot of people suffer from option paralysis these days, right? Whether it's the abundance of social media or the overwhelming amount of dopamine. Um, and it's, it's very rare that you see someone being super decisive, Okay, not commanding, not overbearing, but it's I've found in the civilian world, it's very rare to find someone who's perpetually decisive and always sort of moving the ball. And whenever I have found those people, they tend to be people who have served, right? Because no one in the military likes someone who is indecisive, whether it be a leader or a teammate. I don't think those guys or or women garner much respect if you're indecisive in the military. Would you agree? 100 percent. Um, yeah. From a military aspect, 100%. You need to be decisive. And even if that plan fails or it does, the outcome isn't perfect to the way you had it in your head. Um, and rarely does any plan that you write up, you know, on paper or walk through. And then the second you step through the door, it works out that way anyways. You know what I mean? So I would say don't, don't worry about, don't have the fear about having a perfect plan or worrying about if the, the plan fails. The way I think of it is, is like if you have a mission to be financially independent, say by X age, say 40, 45, right? That mission's not going to change. Maybe the plan does. Maybe use me, for example, if my goal is to be financially independent by 45, hoping that level up is the vehicle, I I hope it is, right? That's why we're here. But if it doesn't, I'm still going to figure out a different plan to be financially independent. So I would say for people that have that option paralysis or that fear of not taking action, just, just go towards your goal. And it's okay if it doesn't work out on your first shot. Outside of winning the lottery, it never does anyways, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just, just start. Nelson Mandela, and I think Conor McGregor took this quote too, but uh, Nelson Mandela, he was asked about his time in prison. And one of the quotes he said was, I never lose, I either win or I learn. And Conor McGregor said that after one of his major defeats. And I, I was like... I got the chills. I was like, damn, if you have that mentality, right. what, what wow. can't you do? You know? And so I, I tend to tell myself that all the time. I write that down in, in my journal or, you know, I just, when I'm by myself, I'm like, dude, I never lose I either win or I learn. And I think a lot of guys who are in special forces or soft or in elite military units or even high achieving successful entrepreneurs or business people, I think they tend to have very similar mentalities to that. Okay. Everything's a pathway to learning what to do or not to do. And they keep moving forward. They don't have this option paralysis. They don't really waste time. They just keep moving forward. Yes, they take rest. Yes, they let the reins down, but they tend to keep moving forward in their own lives. And that kind of momentum breeds success over time. It 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 has to. I've never seen it not work out for someone who continuously moves forward. Without question. Without so, question. So that's all I have for you is there anything else you would like to add how can people reach you what's your website what's your your business give us give us your elevator pitch here yeah so 
the best way to reach me really is uh, my website. If you, it's levelup-mentorship.com and it has everything connecting my social media. Um, there's bookings, free complimentary 30 minute booking sessions with me to figure out kind of some of the things you're running into and we can figure out a plan and potentially hopefully move forward. Um, you know, so everything runs through that website. So please feel free, reach out. Um, and like I said, you know, we're all about helping people reach that their maximum potential uh, developing that 1% mindset. Um, and you know, kind of how I do it is we'll, we'll work together, develop these good habits that are sustainable over a long period of time. Um, and honestly, you'll, to your point, Cam, you just keep moving forward with those habits. You'll never have to worry about taking a step backwards. So. I do. I'm a huge advocate. I've had three mentors throughout my life that taught me about business. One was after a relationship and then um, one helped me make a, a really big career change in my own life. And I couldn't be more grateful. I think investing in a mentor, having someone to be accountable to, having someone to be vulnerable to, as opposed to therapy, we'll say. I think especially for men, they should get mentors. I think men should, especially successful men, should mentor other men and really help them level up per your business name. Um, it's super important. I think therapy is also great, but therapy in my experience can just be venting or complaining and not, maybe not as much solutions oriented to someone who is an entrepreneur or a go-getter, uh, such as yourself. So I will send as many people as I can to you. I will of course include this in the bio and all of the media that I do put out and, uh, Jeff, I can't thank you enough for hopping on. Thanks for having me, Cam. I appreciate it. All right. We'll see you guys in the next episode. You know how to submit questions to three questions podcast. It's just three questions podcast at gmail.com, or you can go to ckcollective.co. It's all in the description down below. Thanks for watching and we'll see you in the next one.